Hello and welcome to episode 12 of There Be Dragons. My name is Matthew, I am your dungeon master. Let's go around the table, introduce the people and the characters that they play. As always, I'm Josh, who is always playing Scan Felspar. Just for today, I'm Tristan Dust, um, and I play Charlie Roughhouse. I'm Karen Slink, and I'm your friendly neighbourhood dragonborn, Ryland Westfall. I'm Angela, and I'm playing Abella. And I'm Tom, I'm playing Nezor, and recording this whole ordeal. Right. <laughs> what you're trying to Audio say, Audio is the Tom? correct word. That you're insufferable? I, I really enjoyed the mental image of, of Ryland in a Spider-Man costume. Barim is burning. Great plumes of smoke rise from the Bashano side of the city. And as the crow flies, you can see the ever-expanding pontoon being constructed by the Erhart Royal Engineers in the bay. The dock side is a flurry of activity as cohorts of Erhart soldiers gather for the inevitable invasion. Near where our heroes lie, drum beats echo from deep within the sewers they've just escaped from. The party lies in wait to see if their gamble has paid off to prevent the invasion and further loss of life. Even further from here, standing alone in an alleyway, holding the body of his manager and friend, Charlie Rothhouse mourns the death of gorgeous George. Now, when we left you, we had you um, basically belly down on the back of a sunken ship, as I recall, and you were observing what you could of the pontoon bridge that you'd sent the middlemen, the armatures, to to disrupt. And it's a while. There's, I mean, it's it would be difficult for you guys to tell anyway because, again, there are ships blocking your view, but even with the din of distant combat, you can still hear troop movements from the opposite side of the bay, heavy enough to carry across the water, which is surprisingly calm given that there's a war going on. And it's through this distant din that something pierces through the combat. It's the sounds of dying horses. And it drags your attention up to the Aremian Bridge, where you see three horse teams on fire, dragging carts of barrels that are billowing just smoke. And you can, it's, it's a horrific sight. But what's even more horrific is that once the carts get about a quarter of the way across the, the divide, they detonate. The bridge itself cracks and ancient masonry starts to tumble. The Bashano in a last-ditch effort have actually destroyed the bridge to deny the Erhart entry. This feels symbolic. God, people are dicks. No respect for ancient architecture. <laughs> We're not underneath this, right? <laughs> no, no, this would be about, probably about a half half a mile away. But still, like, you can see the bridge. You can, see, I mean, like, you can see movement of troops from either side fighting back and forth, and yeah. then you just see this horrific display of, like, three horse teams just kind of... They, they look like they, they possibly set the, like, pitch alight on the on the horse and on the the um, carriage and just pointed it in the direction of the bridge and then, yeah, detonated the thing. Why they set the horse alight? I mean, made the horses run. Yeah, basically. And um, in fairness, they're just trying to do what we're trying to do. It's about half an hour later when 
It's, it's a little bit hard to tell because, again, like, you're not really able to see much, but pieces of wood are starting to, like, float away from the the central area that these ships were sort of keeping safe. Um, so you can safely assume that the the metal men are doing their business. And it seems to be they're dismantling this this uh, pontoon. What do you guys do? I have nothing to do except watch, really. Yeah, that, that, <clears throat> that seems to be working. Cool. Um. Is there anywhere we can move to to get a better view? Uh, yeah, or are we likely to be able? I'm, I'm sort of still my concern is about getting the metal men back. <laughs> um, so I feel you didn't tell them to come back. No. Is it likely that they will? Do we think? Probably not. But as long as they do their job, like at the end of the day, it'd be nice to have them back. But if this stops the fight, then that'd do it. But also, we did tell them not to get seen, so they may well just stay under the water. Yeah. Uh, at which point, we can go and get them later. Uh, in which case, is there any point staying? I mean, if this is that's, working, that's what I'm thinking. If, if um, we know we it's done, then go where? Help fight fire. There's no other way that this fight can happen now that the bridge is gone. They can't come over. Mm. So there's not going to be a forced landing. If we, so if we, this appears to have... Oh, I hate to say... I, I don't want to say uh, comprehensively that it's worked, but it might as well... It looks like it might have worked. Um, so perhaps we should go up and lend our efforts in Charlie's direction. Sounds good. We're not doing any good here. <laughs> It looks like it was a quick death. That's probably the best you could say about it. Fire elves come in, seen the dead soldiers, seen this halfling that's been killed, and seen you and the dog, and they start to spread out and have started to search for any other signs of people that have been around. And it's about two minutes later when one of the fire elves comes back to you and gives you a small satchel which has your tea set in it, but the tea set's cracked now. Yep. Charlie will basically bundle everything up, put the bag on his shoulder, uh, pick up George in one arm and sort of gesture to Duchess um, and he just walks through the street until he can, you know, he finds uh, spirits of some variety, opens it and drinks and just keeps walking. Um, yeah, look, there are there are small, like, I guess, stations nearby um, that are, have got, like, barrels of water um, for the fire elves, people that are actually running into houses and stuff like that, trying, you know, basically rest stations almost. Um, but some of them do have, like, you know, bottles that they've clearly just seen and grabbed um, that have got liquids in them. Even if it's a window that has of an old bar, like yeah, a okay. bar, as in he does uh, the first thing of alcohol... Sure. Strong alcohol, and he just wanders off into the city. Um, well, before you wander off, um, one thing that you do notice is that lane that they've set up where they're allowing tr uh, basically troops to run back and forth. Um, suddenly, from the from outside the city, uh, you see a, a column of Bashano soldiers marching in. They don't look like fresh-faced recruits by any means, and they're accompanied by small uh, wagon teams with what look like cannons. 
that are being pumped into the city. Um, it seems like this is the first line of re reinforcements that have come through. Your best guess is they've come from the nearest detachment. That was probably camped nearby from the troop build-up that they'd been putting into force along this, this uh, line. The only other thing of note is that this column is led by an officer on horseback who's wearing quite ornate-looking combat dress. But yeah, no, they, they move past. And as they do, like, the mood lifts a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, in all honesty, Charlie's not really paying. Like, he's, yeah. he's looking at the bottom of the bottle, basically. Sure. Um, and yeah, just sort of wanders... Okay. So once yeah, once that bottle's empty, he'll find another one, and just yeah, walk through the street. He's sort of I guess walking towards um, Amelie's place, but not sure. directly. He's basically almost like instinctually floating that way. You're walking down through a collection of small shops. Um, some of them are damaged, some of them aren't. Uh, when you see a familiar face step out of one of these shops and he's actually wiping his hands with a cloth, it's Dupree. And he doesn't actually seem to notice you at first, but he does that sort of thing where he finishes wiping his hands, th th throws the cloth to the ground, seems to be thinking for a second, then glances up and sees you there. He goes, oh, Charlie, I didn't expect to see you here. Uh, you're that noble guy, aren't you? Um, Another massive swig from the bottle, which sort of empties the bottle and on the ground. Um, quiet. Uh, oh, um, what happened? He says, looking at uh, gorgeous George. Uh, sort of like holding the mask, like you wouldn't have any booze on you by chance. Um, no, but and he looks uh, over to a nearby store. He goes, um that building man. Come with me, chap. And, uh, yeah, he takes you aside and you walk off into this fine liqueur store. It seems like your whatever you've got from the robots is working. What next? So we're going to look for Charlie. Okay. Yeah. Pretty happy with how that's going, so... All right. Um, uh, can everyone... Share roll? a round of celebratory high-fives. Cool. Everyone roll me a investigate. That is a nat 20. I'm looking for Charlie. 11. 18. Oh. Investigation. Gone with 19. the wind. Uh, I'm going to say that, uh, Nezor, you, you're walking down the same street that Charlie was down. And as you walk down the street, you notice that there's movement in this one shop on your left-hand side. And it's almost like one of those split-second glances, but you see the enormous frame of Charlie standing next to Dupree. Um, so I think that you kind of look in and you just see DuPont tending bar to Charlie and just there is a thing covered with a cloth on a table. Charlie's sitting basically at a small bar, which actually looks more like something you'd find in a shop than an actual like, publican. Um, and yeah, DuPont's basically pouring shots um, out of a very long, thin green bottle. So yeah, I call, call the rest of them over. Hey, hey guys. Look through the window, not wanting to interrupt just yet. Oh, hey, it's I look over. I look over Nezor's shoulder and say, oh, well, that's not good. Him and Charlie got chummy real quick. I enter. I go through the window. There is a door. They went no, through. no. Okay. I went through. I go through the window. I'm going to go through the door like so, a human being. Well, all right. You're not I'll human. I'll go through. You're uh, an elf. 
Well, like an elf, then. Doors are for people with no imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Doors are for boring people. Crush and I go through the window. Okay, okay scan. Well, you okay. break the window and you... <laughs> oh, I thought the window was not broken. Oh, I thought it was like a cracked and broken window. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, I had it in my head that it was so, was everything like, was a can... little bit ruined and broken. Yeah. Uh, okay, no, I'll go through the door then, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello. Just smashes the window and leaps through, lands. Hello, Charlie. I see you're getting drunk. I've come here to make you feel better. You can take... I, I heard there was rum involved. No. Um, you can take the boy away from pirates, but you can't take the pirate out of the boy. Would have known as well from the time you spent with Charlie, he's never he once drink. drunk no. alcohol at all ever. Like... Sure. <clears throat> I go in and say, um... Is that absence? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, remium rum. Would you like some? <laughs> yeah, now you're speaking my language. Is oh. is are we are we on shots level friendship suddenly? Oh, I mean, sorry. I'm not objecting, but like, are uh, we are we celebrating something? Uh, Charlie sort of slumps at that, like just. Like, I go over to the the thing underneath the blanket, um, and and just sort of lift one edge. Well, he's doing that, I'm like when you sort Charlie. of do that, like Charlie would be like, please leave him be. Who is it? George. And then... I clap um, Charlie on the shoulder and say, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely another shot for me, please. While that exchange is happening, like I think Dupree's just gone straight to the cabinet and pulled out some more little glasses. They're, they're all like little collector's things that have obviously... like They'd actually probably be quite expensive. They're clearly like artisanal. He puts them down on the table and starts pouring everyone some of this liquor. And it's actually really clear white rum. Oh, the bottle yeah. was just green. Yeah, the bottle was green. It wasn't green, like liquid green. Oh, but, um, oh. No, it's just a thin <laughs> green bottle. Um, but yeah, um, and it actually burns like a mother. Like it's a really, really strong liquor, but um, goes down a tree. Everyone give me constitution saves. Except you, Charlie, you're gone. Oh yeah, no, I'm not resisting anything. 90 20, baby. All right, you're good. I, if, if anybody was going to be able to resist rum. Well, I was, I was going to say, I was actually thinking... Did I get this advantage yeah, for yeah, that? <laughs> I was thinking, like, yeah. Didn't need it. Uh, I got 20, not natural. No, no, that's fine. As long as everyone got above 10, you'll be fine. Yeah, 14. I got 12. Okay. Um, yeah, it's for the... for the. Um, Rather than breathes fire a little bit. Uh, I, I like to think I blew out a little bit of uh, steam. It is quite strong. Um, possibly why it's artisanal. The... The only thing I will say is that uh, as you all sort of sit down and have this drink, um, you can still hear the occasional bombard landing nearby, but it seems to have quietened down quite a lot since the bridge was destroyed. And in drips and drabs, you start seeing, like, Aremium soldiers, and they look a lot cleaner than the ones you've sort of seen up to this point, start running down past the window. So I look to... Um while he's pouring the drinks and we've been doing the shots and so forth, I, but after the shot, I sort of... Mm. I haven't had that in a while. Can we see the mask? Has Charlie still got it out? Yeah, it's sitting... So, like, basically, the army was holding George and all his pants are covered in blood still. Um, and the mask is... So while you just sort of talking and whatnot, the mask is sitting in front of... Like, he's basically staring into the eye holes of the mask, just taking shots as they come. Right. They blew the bridge. Like, the actual bridge. The uh, Bashanol blew it. Um, smart move on their part. Pretty messy with the horses and so forth. Looks like the plan with the uh, metal man appears to be working. Uh, 
The harbor is full of bits of wood. And horses? Well, and a little bit of horses, yeah. Um, so we thought we'd come back and help you. Apparently a little late. Sorry about that. Nothing could have been done. It's fine. I assume our masked friends were involved? Yes. Dupree gets everyone's glasses and lines up another round of shots. Um, anyone who wants a drink has to do a con save. Eleven. You're good. This one, yeah. It's surprising how much it hits you. It's actually quite strong. Uh, Nineteen. Twenty-two. I think I'm okay for this one. Dupree shrugs, takes your shot and drinks it. And I blow out a bit more steam. And I, I just so you guys know. behind him starting to fog up. <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone knows I'm a bit twitchy. Dupree, what were you up to? In the last few hours. Yeah, you disappeared. Mm. Uh, regrettable. I was uh, chasing lead. And you didn't think to say, bye chaps, hope everything goes well. Well, to be honest, no, you seem to have it in hand. And uh, to be quite frank, I, generally speaking, work better alone. But I'm starting to understand that perhaps that's not possible moving forward. I get out my pipe and light it up. And I puff irritatedly. Mm. Dupree actually pulls a little cigarello case and gets one out and starts to smoke himself. I guess. Uh, like, where are we? Can you describe the... Is it yeah, a shop? sorry. It's, it's like a little shop front. Um, the way I would describe it is it's like one of those little curio stores where you've got like a sort of a fogged up, but it's more of a grimy what kind of window where maybe the middle has been polished, but the outside's sort of frosting. Um, little metal security grate over it. Um, inside, it's probably about the same size as this room, so what, like maybe... Th- five by four? Five it's by four. It's like an artisan liquor store. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's not much... There's there's basically a bar that runs about three quarters of the length of the room, which Dupree's behind, and there's like a small cabinet behind that built into the wall that has a lot of the wares. The window looks like it's actually been broken. That was in front, like it had like a cabinet door. Oh, right. right, the cabinet door has been broken. <laughs> um, the Yeah, there's a small table to the side where they probably had, like, tastings or something, which is where George has been placed. Um, there is a door that leads to the back, but other than that, there's it's sort of, like, as much here in terms of liquor as there is in, like, terms of, like, ornate goblets and things like that. I might just check out the back. Yeah, sure. I was about to say, I'm going to find a toilet and check out the back. Yeah, he's going to go looking for a water closet. I'm going to go looking for some food for, uh, for a, a tidbit. I mostly just want to open the door and see if there's anything back there. Yeah, look, to be honest, it's a small storeroom. There's a few kegs, small, really small kegs that have probably got taps. Um, Stinks of, like, stale beer. Um, And the ground is sort of... It it looks like it had probably had, like, some kind of carpeting, but they've reefed it up. It's got that sort of shitty stained uh, stone. Um, And then there's there's an iron door on the back. Um, on the opposite side from the entrance, and there's just small bits and pieces here. Um, there's a chamber pot in the corner. No stairs or anything? Just no, it's not one. a second story. Well, if there is, it's probably accessible from the rear. There is a small crossbar window on the door, and it looks like there's a small garden out the back, and then kind of goes onto a, a, an alleyway. It's not really easy to see because it actually is quite a small window. It's probably like a security grate of some kind um, for when it's receiving goods. I, uh, is there any sort of meat or st- like any any food wares at all? Um, that doesn't look, have to be. I'm just no. Wondering. I don't. I don't think there would be. Okay. Um, I grab one of the kegs. Sure. And take it back. Um, okay. And on the way through, I find I, I if there is a, a pair of goblets 
Yeah, there's, there's tons of drinking stuff. Like, I mean, you could literally describe to me. Like a fine. tankard. Uh, looking yeah. for a pair of tankards. These are swanky. This is a swanky little store. Oh, so. sure. Just like, are they uh, easily accessible or do I have to break glass to get them? You probably have to break some glass, but I'm not going to make you roll. No, it's it glass. Just, just, just sort of smash some glass and get out. Uh, probably four. No, five. I don't think you do beer. <laughs> Yeah, she'll do a beer. Okay, fine. I get six tankards and mm. sort of do a, a, a an ale for everybody. I said, probably best he swaps to the, the to the lighter stuff at this point. I think. Um, the smell hits you from this stuff. This is an imperial. Good. Yeah, the dark imperial. So it's it's pungent. Um, Oof. It smells dwarven. Like it's probably some kind of Karaki and dark ale. So. Um, <laughs> I, I indicate to Dupont. Uh, another shot for Krosh. Uh, yeah, no, he obliges and then puts Krosh the... runs down Scan's arm uh, and takes a sniff of the um, of the the rum, and then sort of I don't know how a dragon would drink. He'd stick his nose in it and it. And he probably gets about a third of the shot down, and then belches out a little flame. Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's cool. What's his constitution? It's <laughs> uh, it's plus one. All right, no, he's you can fine. roll for it if you like. You oh, I already did. He rolled it. Oh, there you go. Good. He rolled a ten. Um, yeah. What are, what are ever, what is everyone else doing while this, is, this sort of somber? Well, I I think we should make a wake is happening. Uh, George. To, to George. Yeah. When you when he sees you walk out with one of the little tusks, Charlie would actually get up and go pinch one out the back and punch a hole in the top, and sit down and just start okay. drinking out of like wood bits and all. Like just all right, so five goblets then. Yeah, that's fine. Um, no, you can give him a glass. No, no, no. Have one. If that's what you've done, then I would not be like. I guess I'll take my tankard and be like, to George. George. To, George. to George. I'm not dead yet! <laughs> no. no, I'm sorry, it, that does not happen. I throw I... something at him. <laughs> um, and I, I hold the, my tankard to Charlie, uh, waiting for him to... To George! I sort of wipes back a tear and... But he then empties the wooden cask and... Crushes it against the. I want him to break it against his forehead. <laughs> it's not that kind of drinking. <laughs> I want him to try, but he's like just too far gone. It. So he like just tries, and he's just sitting there holding it for a little while, yeah. like, just like sadly. And he just sort of crushes Expand, it starts against. Starts expending key key points. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and he shatters it against the the bar. Does Does George have a home we should be taking him to? When we can? Yeah, we did that with someone already. We can do it again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to corpse somewhere before. He was Our friends. He, he was he didn't have a family. He was from the streets. He, he worked his way to where he was. It's somehow worse. It's Sorry. cleaner. I have him buried in uh, the family estate. Um, I'll arrange for some transport. After this nasty business is dealt with. Okay, so while this is all happening, um, those troop movements I mentioned that are passing um, and are quite muted actually in this little corner of the world you found yourselves in, they're now starting to wheel past like those carriages that you saw with those cannons on them and they're heading towards the bay. And at the same time, after you've had a moment to reflect about George, you hear a war horn. 
It sounds like it echoes from the redoubt. Should we check that out? Mm. I feel like someone's about to do something aggressive or stupid or both. Tree care. This whole city can just burn for all I care. Well, we'd like to get out of it safely. Oh, yeah, first. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to the door and stick my head out. Yeah. I'm... I haven't gone to the amount of effort that we have gone to to not at this point. <laughs> Give a shit. Well, did you say there may be a second floor out the back? Yeah, like, I mean, it, there might be a set of stairs that are outside the view, but it, it is a two-story place. Yeah, I reckon we head to the roof, see if we can see anything. Well, I've just gone to the front door. Do you want to see what I can see? What did you see? The trebuchet is slowly rotating. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh dear. Guys, well, that, 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 no, that, you good. know that big trebuchet that's up on the top of the hill? That one, it's moving. Oh, great. So the Bashanel are good. I feel like my side of what I wanted to do is done. They're covered. They're going to be fine. Shall we leave? We were meant to stop it, not give the other side the advantage. And I wanted to, but you like, we given can't. The so. other side the advantage. You can't wage a war with a single catapult. Um, you mean, can win that catapult. I mean, <laughs> you've seen yeah. that catapult, right? No, no. As in, you can't. They can't invade the other side. There's thousands of troops. It'll be a draw. They can fuck them up a bit, though. They well, can a bit. While you're saying all this, um, the catapult has finished rotating and is now locked into place, and it is aiming towards the bay. So, what are you suggesting? That we destroy the catapult to even the sides again, or leave? Find Emily and see if they're going to negotiate um, or get out of the way of any potential firing zones. I'm, I'm more feeling like the amount of Bashno and reinforcements that have, we have come in through. I don't know if you've been watching the window, but I've been keeping one eye on it. I think, I think we've got a balance point. I don't think this catapult is going to change things. We always knew that, that they were going to get it back into action. This is not news to us. After you said that, the horn plays again. But this time it's three sharp bursts. The catapult starts to rotate again, but away from the bay, rotating back towards the seaside. Oh, good. They're pointing it the other way now. <sighs> they're, they're, they're threatening with it. They're saying, we can aim it, we can use it, but we're not going to. Okay, that's, that's better. We can... okay. I feel like at this point... We've made ourselves fairly visible to the, the hierarchies of both sides of this. Uh, Charlie, um, we, I think we need to find some place to sort of sleep this one off. Um, some place potentially not here. Uh, this, I feel, it's not going to resolve. Not, not in a bloodless way. But I feel we may have we may have managed to balance the scale. Um, I'm curious about the metal men, but they are very cumbersome. Yes. Are you still watching? Yes. The trebuchet is locked into position, and now it's actually lowering to be loaded. Ah, uh, they're loading the trebuchet. It's pointing out at sea. Yeah. Then they're firing at an invasion fleet. Oh. Or. They have to it. face it to see to put the rock that's on yeah. the land into it to then turn it back around. That'd be a really shitty situation. So they can fire it. <laughs> it's right on the coast. Or it's a warning shot. Yeah, but you'd have an area around it. Look, if they're going to start firing big rocks around, 
I, I kind of want to move. We're on the Bashno side, right? I know, but then they'll just start shooting back again. That's a good point. <sighs> Look, being undercover, good. I cannot, I cannot argue with that one. Um, I'm just thinking a place to lie low for a little while. Um, but I don't. Lie, lie low and keep our ear to the ground. I, yeah. I, if something's happening and we have contacts on both sides, probably a good idea to to have a good idea. Of I'm what's not going up on. for bailing just yet. While these guys are talking, what barrels were out the back? Um, there was were, it just little ones. Yeah, just little ones on like a little shelf. Okay. And I mean, there are Is other things. There are like crates of like. Just things it's like a big, bo- bo- like big no, no, there's nothing, like nothing in this it's store. All small batch. It's all small batch stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's enough to get proper maggot. Anyway. Is there like so while I'm like while they're talking about stuff, Charlie would just walked off. Is there like okay, these are ales, these are spirits, these are like brandies and rums yeah. and. So you'll find a nice old brandy um, and punch a hole in the top and drink and start working through the brandy shelf. Sure, I'm going to get you to do an actual constitution check and because otherwise you're going to... I think you're probably drinking like near to critical capacity. Pretty much. The plan (laughs) is Charlie's going to drink until he passes out. All right, well, roll me a check and give me... I'm going to give you disadvantage on it. Seven. So I got like... Nine. Do you want to die? Yeah, no, you're yeah. like, oh, down I go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so he, as in unconscious or just legs not working? Legs not working. That's fine, because he can still grab the ones on the shelf that are down low. I'd be impressed if I wasn't, you know, concerned. Are we aware? You oh. hear a thump. <laughs> I... Bella, a hand, please. Oh... I walk over. Charlie. I, 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 like... With my foot. I'm gonna... He's still drinking. No, I'm not unconscious. I'm now... My legs don't work With my foot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not gonna take that one off him, but I'm gonna make sure he can't reach any others. Charlie, I give him another poke. With my foot. Yes, I feel like you should stop. I feel like you should. (laughs) Goodness, he has a sense of humour. Wait, I want to see where this goes. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, that's pretty much all I have. Charlie, is that what's happening right now? I'm still looking at. Say more funny shit. (laughs) Um, No, I'm going to find some sort of um, cloth that I could bundle up for a pillow, um, and and um, sort of help him maneuver himself down so he's lying down. Um, And I just say, just, 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 just take a. Have a bit of a rest, have a bit of a nap. I think you'll feel better in the morning. I think that's a big fat lie. As you're sort of trying to move him away from the shelf, you start bundling them into his arms as you sort of drag him. While you're all doing that, uh, the trebuchet fires. It launches a massive piece of masonry, it looks like, just out of sight, because again, obviously on top of a hill. But um, you can hear the whip crack of that thing from where you are. There's actually something of a gust of air. It's not huge, but it's enough. Like, there is force coming from this thing. And they fired it. So there's either something out to see that they don't like, or it's a warning shot. Do you want to go and have a look? Yeah, we we might want to... At least get out the lay of the land. Mm. Mm. If there's a fleet of angry Erhard amassing, I'd like to know about it. Well, let's go back to the river, see see what the potun is looking like. Yeah, let's have a look. Oh, we could go up and try and... Well, 
spy for did a while. Did Nezor go and have a look? No, I was happy to let. All right, well, uh, then I'll um, I'll get up from Charlie. So Charlie is now lying down, cradling large numbers of barrels. You're about seven in one arm, trying to poke holes in. I'm not going to take them off you. Just one at a time, Charlie. One at a time. Take one, drink it, and then get them to the next. Oh, genius! I know. Two at a time. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) This is fine. It's fine. There's only so much more he can do. Um, So I go out the back. Is it open? No, but it wouldn't be hard to block. Okay. Um, I vessel for for Rosh, who's been sort yep. of nosing around on the bar with yep. with the empty bar, uh, the empty barrels. Um, <laughs> he chirps and, yeah. and sort of uh, he comes and flits over to my shoulder, and then we we go upstairs. Is there an upstairs? Well, you walk out into this little garden, and there is like a small staircase that's kind of built into the side that's past where the doorway is. Uh-huh. So you basically turn a left and go straight up. Um, is there any doors or anything? Yeah, um, there's a, there's a, like a wooden house door at uh-huh. the top. Is it locked? Uh, yes, but... I ear to the door to see if I can hear anything. It's empty. Okay. Uh, If there's, they're being really quiet. Then I force it. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, you kick it in, and it's a small... It's it's basically the owner's house. Um, It's a small single bed, um, you know, a number of little trinkets, like a writing desk, about that. That's about it. Um, Small little kitchenette. Um, There's still some bacon. Wizard, um, I grab some bacon, and... How many rashes? Oh, it's like two rashes. On, uh, well, on, I give on, one to a rash and, and nibble the other myself while I go to a window and see see what I can see. Okay, so from where you're positioned, <clears> basically, you, you're you looking towards the coast, but at an angle. So you could basically see the, what remains of the bridge. And you can see that the vantage point that you're at is not great because there are other sm- still like two or three story buildings sort of around. But there's enough of a view that you can see that the line of ships in the bay have broken off. They look like they're heading out to sea. The pontoon is in shambles and you can already see troops pulling out from the muster point. Um, I grunt satisfied to myself. And do me a perception check and I'm going to say disadvantage because it is quite hard to see from here. That's well, not very good at all, though. Okay, no worries. Like seven. Um, no, ten, but still. Ten? Uh, ten will do it. It was 18 or ten irritating. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see because of the way that it's angled, but you can actually see sails in the distance. Oh, shit. Um, but one of the ship's sails is black. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Black pearl. Do I know anything about a ship with the, the, that would historically fly with black sails? Um, it's not a very I'm going to say thing. that I'm going to say that you're going to need to do a. I'm just going to say a flat wisdom. Um, but I'm going to give you wow. advantage because it's probably something you would know. <laughs> <laughs> just not necessarily. Oh, seven. That's much better. Observity bonus. It's a ten. Um, all right. That's enough. Um, that is the flagship of the heir of Urha. It's a black prince. Dun dun dun. Yeah. So it's more ships coming yeah. for the Earhart, not Sebastian. Yes. Ooh. Oh, good. I thought it was like another enemy coming to fight them both. Uh, would I have met him? Would I know this dude? You would know of him. I don't think you'd ever met him. Um, I don't think you would have been high enough. Like, your mother probably would have met him, but only at court. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, do you want to um, come downstairs and share this information uh, with us? I'll hop downstairs and sure. uh, say, <laughs> so, fun story. Uh, I know what they're firing at. That doesn't sound like it's going to be a fun story. It's, it's, it's sort of a fun story. Uh, if you're worried about the the sides being overly balanced into Sebastiano. Uh, <laughs> um, 
No. Uh, I, I reckon we've probably hit about a balance point. Um, so they're firing at a new fleet oh. that's coming in, and the lead ship has black sails. Oh. Hurrah! Right. God bless the king! <laughs> so he gets funny and patriotic when drunk. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, that was me speaking for him. I yeah. can't speak. No, no I like that's it. That's pretty much... He would be like... Hey! Yeah. Uh, uh, from the celebration, I'm guessing this is a good probably, thing. Probably. See, what do I know his name? Charles the Ninth. Oh, Charlie 09 is on his way. You would know this. Um, he's yeah. He's actually got quite the reputation as a bit of a not a hothead, but um, he's very much his father's son in the sense that he's he's very interested in expanding territory, influence, all the rest of it. So. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say he's not here to defuse the situation. Yeah, but I also think it's pretty safe to say that without the bridge or the pontoon, he's not getting over here. I'm no. not saying I'd do it, but I, knowing he's here, I kind of want to shank him. <laughs> like a little bit. I'm not going to do it. Best of luck. I'm You're an saying. elf. You're not getting anywhere near him. No, and I wouldn't, even if I was. But, like, I'm just saying. Didn't know you that much there. of a patriot yourself. Uh, not even a lot. Just, like... Just you just like don't like the guy. To do. Um, Charlie, you're not unconscious, so I'm going to make you do a intelligence check, but at disadvantage, just to kind of... I guess what I'm doing is trying to let everyone kind of have their little moment to contribute some information to this But situation. I was... Yeah. Just, I was singing the Heart National Anthem. Sure. Um, uh, seven. Seven? No. Two, so bad. Nine. No worries. Yeah. But he's um, singing the national anthem at the top of his voice. I don't know. I'll, we'll do it later. Anyway, since we're talking about fun facts about the capital ship of the Erhart's Air, capital ships, which you can estimate these ships are, they have very nasty cannons. The they run to 70 cannons a ship. Yeah. Um, and where in the area they're going to be shooting at? Well, it depends on where they I mean, they could shoot at the redoubt. Yeah, that would be... Yeah. Oh, sure, but yeah. we're on the bad people's side. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're, situation. Easy, easy. We're in the safe zone. Let's put it that no, way. No, we're in the knifier zone. Um, <laughs> Racial epithets much? <laughs> oh, knifier. I thought you said knifier, as in more knifey than the other I side. I was just like, yeah, this place knifier. is going to get a lot knifier. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they're both pretty knifey How do you at the take moment. to racism, Bella? <laughs> He just said knife ear. That's yeah, pretty no, bad. She, she misheard him and therefore... Yeah. Was no, no, this is Abella. I know, I think he said knife ear. And internally I'm like, no, I think they're both pretty knifey, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, her hearts are not knife She's knife-y. never really encountered that particular racial slur. I think, yeah, I think that's it. Like, Rylan's kind of looking between the two of them. Just <laughs> Scan, on the other hand, who is also half knife ear, goes fucking... And takes takes one of Charlie's barrels away from him. Punches his own hand. <laughs> no, you try to. Roll a strength check. I'm not. I'm just letting Charlotte because I think at this point his his body is numb enough that even if he didn't, Natty twenty, baby. And he did. Yeah. Great <laughs> right, done. Also, as you've moved, Charlie's kept himself so he can so he can kick the shelf and make them fall uh. off. That's <laughs> how you get bottles like falling on your head from you a distance. You take three damage. <laughs> His head's not near it. I'm you still get hit by it. <laughs> Sorry? Take, three, take, take three, three damage. damage. Okay. I'm now 17 points down. I had 29. So here's the thing. I was thinking before that we, we should go somewhere, lay low, pay attention, because we have contact with both of them. If that's the air, 
we got nothing. Like yeah. we don't know him. They got nothing. We should leave. Um. Well. Shit. Uh, I know him, but uh. Oh, of course you bloody know him. Just be so mean to Dupree. Dupree. Uh, All right, uh, how well do you know him? What are your dealings with this? Well, I mean, I report to his father and occasionally I brief him, well, I used to brief him on uh, matters of state when he was still learning his statecraft and um, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a uh, particularly Reasonable. apt... No, just apt. Particularly apt student, but... Um, Is he likely to stab you? Well, <laughs> no, but... I just feel like I should check from this point on. More than anybody else! <laughs> I feel like... I, I, I go to clink casts with Johnny. <laughs> is, is he likely to negotiate or is he likely to be looking for conquest? Uh, well, to be honest, really don't know. I, I, I don't know enough about the situation. We, it seems that the, the paradigm has shifted. If the bridge has been removed, then there's no secure land route other than to go upstream and fjord it, but... Uh, there's, a, there's a trebuchet. Yes, but that's the other matter. I, I actually believe that Alton's probably doing the smart thing, which is linking up with the main fleet, and they're going to probably bombard the shit out of the Bashno side. Destroy all the... Uh, the main uh, defences. Mm. If they can take out their trebuchet, they've got, what, 16 ships now full of men? Trebuchet has range. Trebuchet has range, sure, but 16 ships worth of firing on you. The trebuchet is not also not exactly the most accurate. No. Weapons. So this place is going to get a whole lot more knifier. Charlie, you keep saying that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. It's two words. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, so this place, I, going back to your, the point you raised before, Nezor, uh, leaving, we Maybe should. Get George back to the burial ground? Uh, one assumes that's on the other side. Yeah, I think we can get there. Yeah, crossing at another point, not that hard. Um, we can always put him in a box, but like the main thing is oh, us here now. We can steal a ship in the next city. Why, <laughs> why, why go to another city? There are plenty here. Yes, they're all being shot at. No, 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 they're doing the shooting. Um, but like, that's <laughs> not a one-way road. Give me, what's your passive perception, um, Roland? Nine. I imagine, uh, to be honest, like I imagine you're at the door sort of like... Oh yeah, I'm still trying yeah, to keep cool. an eye. You can do an active perception if you'd like. Willing to let you do that? I rolled a three, which means I got a two. Cool, no worries. <laughs> you didn't notice shit. I'm doing a very bad job of looking out, guys. <laughs> I, I don't think Vorder is the way we're going to be getting out of here. Uh, perhaps it's the next place we get to, sure. So you're suggesting we leave through the gate? We can leave with the rest of the refugees. Okay, so it's at that point, Ryland, you see a bloodied, dishevelled barrack straight across the street from you in one of the shop fronts and he's got his sabre out and he's very carefully picking his way through the buildings. Guys, guys, what? I know that man. What man? Shh, I'm guessing that we're whispering because we don't want to be found by him. Well, I could probably beat the shit out of him. That's not a problem. It's more... Can I raise a possibly pertinent, relevant point? Uh, if it's possibly pertinent and relevant, 
You should Stan. probably should go ahead. Yes. He's please. Earhart, yes? Yes. We're on the Bashno side, yes? Yes. Then how did he get here? Let's shank him. Well, they were, they were they were they were organizing a cavalry charge over the bridge. One assumes they got across before they blew it, and one assumes it's not gone so well since he's on his own and Sans horse. So this guy? Well, that depends. He potentially betrayed me, so we we could potentially waylay him for information. Okay. What or information? just beat the crap out of him for fun. I don't. Or maybe he could just look in and then keep walking. If we could give um, him a drink, there's lots to drink. I. Okay, Charlie. Um, I, I I would go to uh, um to Ryland and say quietly, if you've got beef with beef with this guy, I'm all up for helping you. But is that what you're wanting? I don't know if I have beef. Do you want to find out? Yes. Then let's do it. So I I walked over. So is it a sneak attack kind of plan, a, a charge in kind of plan? Let's just put it this way. I'm going to get up as close as possible, making as little noise as possible, and then if he turns out to have a bit more life in him than all that blood would suggest, you guys back me up. How about distraction? Uh, oh, yes, yes, Nezzle, you distract him. Goes out and distracts him, and then while he's not looking at the doorway because he's across the street and he would see you leaving because he's talking to Nezzle, then you leave. Um, okay, so just so you're aware, he is a, basically across from you almost directly. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not seem to have noticed you. He's in this other building. It uh, looks like he entered in from the back. Um, there are occasional troop movements through this street. Okay, so we're going to wait until it's quiet. Yep. No, uh, I'm, I'm actually thinking wait for a troop movement and while they're passing, pass through them. Well, if you can. Yeah, so that he doesn't... He's going to hide during a He'll troop. He'll be hiding. Movement. So as soon as the troops go past, then go... Yeah, while he's still focused on them. The whole time this is happening, that trebuchet is reloading and firing it. That's cool. I want to find this guy. So, um, so can I just get some info on the building he's in? Like, is it similar to this glass shop front? Yeah, it's a little glass shop front. Um, Looks like it was probably an armorer. Um, So I'm going to wait for a troop movement and Mm -hmm. then try and stealth my way across into a position that he can't see me through the glass shop front. Okay. Um, Roll me some stealth checks. That is a 10. So I'm going to continue to head to where I was heading. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to knock on the window mm-hmm. and go, Psst, is there anything good left in there? There's no response. Mate, I saw you in there. I need a new sword. Like, is there anything good? Like, I don't don't give a shit who you are. No, there's, there's no response. Cool. Uh Unless you um, want to try and do something to elicit a response. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just gonna, um, like I'm gonna draw a dagger. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna gonna draw a dagger and just just open the door. I go in, and I'm assuming there is a, a counter. He's behind the counter. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hide on the other side of the counter. Are you wanting to actually like stealth there or? Uh, well, I've already let him know that I'm there. Yeah, that, that, that's my point. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to stealth there. I'm just going to go and sit by the other... Like, I'm going to sit by the other um, side of the counter, like, knock on it and see if there's a response. Okay, this time there is, like, a... You, you hear someone shuffling. Yep. Uh, and then all of a sudden there is a blade at your throat from around the other side. You hear, come behind the counter, my little friend. Gonna rape him? <laughs> Why is that the first place your mind goes? Come around the counter, little, little friend. friend. Yeah. Halfling. <laughs> we'll bet there's leaks. You don't need those. <laughs> um, um, across the road, um, what can I see? Um, you see 
Nezor go into mm. the shop face and then disappear. He just seems uh, to uh, Are there any troops in the street right this moment? Not right now, but um, you shuffle around to the back of the counter and you see a very frazzled-looking, bloodied um, cavalry commander <laughs> who does not look like he's got a moment for you. Yeah. He looks like he's only entertaining you because you're clearly not a Bashano soldier or civilian. Yep. What do you want? I want more weapons. Like, I, I, it's an armory. I want more weapons. So you're a thief. Ah. Give me one reason why I should gut you. Because I have a family. I'm trying to get them out of here. There's a lot of shit going down. Um, and that he sort of just kind of like turns his head slightly and is like, this is not exactly the safest place to be, little halfling. If I were you, I'd take your family and disappear that's, quickly. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes, but you can do that elsewhere. Okay. Um, can I just double check where we are in position to everything? So we still crouch down behind... We crouch down behind the counter. It's very. It's basically almost a mirror of the shop that you're in across yeah. the road. Um, I stand up very slowly and attempt to look around the, the, the armory. He grabs you on the shoulder and pushes you back down. He goes, are you trying to get me killed? Is that your plan here? Yeah. Are you going to let me peek around the corner or are you just going to throw me out? Did I just see Nezor stand up and then come mm-hmm. down again? And I was like... Just saw him. Let's go. I, I, we're going to exit and quietly run across the street. Scoundrels are harpoon. What is around me at the moment? How big is the counter? What is the counter made of? I'm being I'm I'm being a dick for a, for a good reason. It's made of wood, strong wood. Yeah, look, it's it's not something you're going to be able to move. It's basically bolted to the floor. Yeah. Um, there are like ornamental swords. Um, and like there's an armor dolly, uh, like an armor stand with like breastplate on it yeah um but yeah it's a bit of a mess this place so so i i'm gonna be like that's cool i apologize didn't realize you're up to anything just wanted some weapons i'll leave cool so i does he let me go yeah he's he's not gonna kill you so i sneak around to the other side of the counter yeah do I see the rest of them? Well, I imagine at this point, like, you're basically charging across the street. <laughs> yeah, I'm running across the street right now. Stealthily. I leap up onto the counter and in doing so, pull the pan flute out of my pack and cast Thunderwave. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Each creature in a 15-foot cube, so not these guys yet, but because he's below me, it's a cube. Nice. It's going to hit him. Um and he wouldn't if I was on the other side. Um, okay. So he makes a constitution saving throw, failed save, takes 2d8 thunder damage and pushed 10 feet away. Successful save, half damage. And in addition, unsecured objects that are within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 foot away. Sure. David Sandstorm on his pan flute. Uh, my spell save DC will be, yeah, 15. Okay, yeah, no, he well lost that. It was rolled a 10, so... Oh, let's just roll that twice. That is a five and a so eight damage. Okay. Um, he's unconscious. That's, that's all right. We can take him. That's good. Yeah. That's what we want. So, so I, I burst into the shop and see an unconscious barrel. Well, no, you run towards the shop and then the glass in the shop window front explodes. All explodes. Um, so I wait for the dust to settle and then burst into the shop. And I'm like, I got him. There's a little thing called overkill, Nezzle, but otherwise well done. He had a knife to my throat. I, I was a little bit threatened. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah. So I'm going to grab his unconscious body. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Drag it back across and I, the street. And I'm going to quickly check that no one's coming to investigate this explosion on the street. There's been quite a few explosions on yeah, the street. I, I think just, this one's going to be you, fine. You're good. 
Okay, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to be like, guys, could you help me get him back across, please? Do you want to tie him up first? All right, someone do his ankles. Okay, so um, you now have a bound unconscious barrack. Have we gagged him? No, I'm going to try and revive him. I would like to specify that we gag him, at least initially. Mm-hmm. Fine, Scan, you may gag him. <laughs> yeah, if gets, that's your thing. Gets him hard. Just let him do you what no he idea. needs. <laughs> so I find a small spherical object about shot the glass. size of... Yeah, a shot glass would do it. Uh, oh. It's not spherical, but like just, I don't know, like a ball, basically. Mm. Uh <laughs> Red rubber ball with a yeah, that'd do it. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have to be leather, but <laughs> just gonna find a lemon. <laughs> a lemon, that'd do it. <laughs> no, no, I'd say there would be stuff here, like fruits. a citrus fruit of yeah. some variety. Yeah, just or just you know an ornament that's small and circular. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. There's fussy. one in a small barrel. Okay, so I'll, I'll yeah. get one of those and I'll shove it in his mouth and then I bind his mouth. It, it's the most effective way of stopping someone screaming. I'm actually this is not an SMN thing. This is. Oh no, it does. Oh, I get it. Don't, don't worry, Scan. Uh, no judgment here. I was getting a fair amount of judgment from the knifey over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die by the biggest idiots in Harim. Um, um, okay, I'm going to quickly assess Barrack's wounds and if there's anything particularly life-threatening, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> yeah, I'm going to help him get a medicine check patch on him. him. Up. Okay. We don't want him dying on us that. just yet. Uh, he's basically fine. It's just more that he got... Okay. It, it would be like being flashbanged. Okay. So, and also then bludgeoned. It's yeah. a concussion grenade. Yeah. So I'm going to get one of the barrels. Yeah. And I'm going to hold it to Charlie. Oh, as soon as you pick up the barrel, Charlie's like, looks at the barrel like, where's it going? Yeah, he holds it to Charlie. Charlie, uh, would, no, no, no. I was, I was like, would you mind? Oh. Punch it out. Oh. <laughs> Then he takes it and pours it over the guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it was the good stuff. If you shut up, I'll take the lemon out. And if you scream for help, I pull the dagger out that I had before. This should going in you. We're quite knifey here. <laughs> All right. Now, 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 Barrack, dear. Are you going to be quiet or are we going to stab you? It's entirely up to you. Grant once if you're going to be quiet. All right. Cool. I've still got the knife. Did he grant yeah. once or did he grant on the girls? Um, so I, um, I, I remove the gag and tug the lemon out and yeah. toss it over my shoulder. Long time no see. Uh, Quite, Lady Rowland, I didn't expect to see you here. Excellent, do we have an extraction route? Sorry, what? Do we have a way out? Uh, how hard did you hit your head just then? Wait, there was a little... You! Uh, no shouting, I got the knife. <sighs> Let's start with how you got here. I led a cavalry charge. Okay. How did that go for you? Not well. I thought that much would have been obvious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I quite... Surprised to see you here, Ryland, but why have you bound me? Why am I tied up? Well, for starters, this is a war zone. For seconds, I'm not sure if I trust you. What? I, I see you've been promoted. Yes, but that was... And he sort of has this moment of, like, dawning realisation. You think, no, no, Lady Ryland, no. Mm. Uh, that was Lorel. Lorel was the one who made your indiscretions... Uh, I, Roland I'm, just kind of rubs one Scan temple. Standing in the corner, 
with his dragon on his shoulder twirling his mustache. Hey, hey, Ryland. Where's Laurel? Laurel was another lieutenant. But shh. Didn't think she had that sort of thing in her. What, what sort, sort of thing, thing did she, she have? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I obviously can't prove this to you in my present state, but... Mm, yes, you can't. He actually sort of just looks at you and goes, Ryland, I would never betray you. Can I do a... Sense yeah. motive? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, insight. Um, I am going to say that only Ryland is able well to... Enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 15. No, he's on the level. He's on the level? Yeah. Shit. The impression you get is like he's just been battered left ways and right ways and doesn't know what, what way is up. And you've asked him a question and he's just blurted the first thing that came to mind. And he's just gone, no, it was Laurel. Like, you know, if he was trying to be devious, he was really shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um... You were never particularly good at lying. No, I carry myself as a true gentleman would. Rightly so! Who's this? That's a Ever heard of Charlie Roughhouse? Charlie Roughhouse? Yeah. He's one and the same. He's more rough than house at you the can, moment. You can see the feet. Like oh, there's you. so much house involved. <laughs> um, He's as rough as a whole uh, house. I didn't realise he was a, a drinker. I can He's smell not. him. Oh, uh, that's why, yeah. So what were you doing nefariously prowling around the Bastionary streets? Trying not to get killed, I imagine. Well, yes, I mean... Well, yes, I mean, let him answer. <laughs> Oh, she's she's. Why am I answering to her? She's clearly Bashno. I'll make you knifey. <laughs> she doesn't know what that means. Okay, the next Are time you we're trying to get us killed. Okay. No, we're trying to get you not killed. Because trust me, the thought crossed my mind. Okay. So he actually looked really hurt at that. The fact that you were considering killing him really, really hurt him. Oh God, now I feel bad. Yeah, right. you've been a bitch. Okay, like all of you can shut up for five minutes. <laughs> One, two. Charlie, I swear to God, I will come over there. There is a door between the back and the front, right? Yeah. I'm actually going to go in there and close the door. Sure. Um, because I have some questions for Charlie. Sure. Um, oh, are you going to close it while, with you on the, with my you side and of me. the door? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm just holding the knife now. Okay, keep holding the knife. She's holding. No offense, Barrack. Abella. I'm not holding a knife, I just like the word. All okay. Right? It just amuses me. Okay. I'm sorry for threatening to stab you a lot. Don't worry, I threatened to stab him too. He gives you a filthy look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why would Narelle betray me? You would have to ask her. So you know it was her, but you don't know why she did it. Well, yes. I would credit you with more information than that, Barrick. Um, well, it was somewhat uh, chaotic after your quick uh, retreat. Hmm. Um, That's the word we're using for it. Lovely. Well, I was trying and to be delicate. You, you were just magically shuffled off and promoted to the side. Didn't know anything at all? No inkling of what was going you on? You don't know what I went through to... In the wake of your indiscretion, our unit was broken up into three separate divisions and then sent and attached to new armies. I lost soldiers that I have served with for years. And he just sort of is, he seems to be very emotional about the whole thing, but yeah, he just kind of falls a bit quiet. Yes, Barak, I imagine it was very hard for you. Definitely was a long and agonizing period of your life. 
I'm amazed you're still, you know, so stoic about it. Last time I checked, you weren't the one hiding out in exile on the Bashno side of Areem trying not to get killed. Ryland, I'm going to say this once, but only because I respect you. Mm-hmm. You don't know shit. Can I punch him? Yeah, absolutely. I, I punch him. Yeah, sure. Not as hard as I could, but hard enough that he's going to feel it. Yeah. In the chest. <clears throat> Granted, I probably deserve that, but you left. Oh, I didn't fancy being in jail. Would you have done any different? Well, for some, honour is more important than life. You left us. We never left you. The trouble is, Barrack, I have a really hard time believing it was just one person. Believe what you want. I'm done. Tired of this whole affair. I've lost my entire squadron. Where do you want to go, Barrack? There's a water fight here. And I'm sure if you came with me, they would see that you're worth reinstating. Come with me, Ryland. Let's fight this together. I'm sure the people who think I'm a depraved, deceitful, treacherous, untrustworthy half-breed will be really happy to see me again. And he just sort of shakes his head, looks at the side, you really think so little of the loyalty of your troops? There are still some here. I think the world of my troops. I think less than the dirt on this floor of the men above them. Um, he starts sort of tearing up a bit. And he's very clearly trying not to because he's staring you down. While they're having this conversation, I have a couple of questions for Charlie. Sure. I just want to know, like, um, Charlie may not be very good at display uh, at giving this information, but it's like, where did you find DuPont? Who? <clears throat> who are you talking about? The half-breed who helps us. Isn't that you? <clears throat> nice. The other half-breed who helps you. I was, it's a half-breed who doesn't... <laughs> oh, oh, the gentleman, man! Yeah. Yeah, the one who was giving you booze, where did you find him? On the street! Where was he? On the street! Where was he coming from? A door! Which door? One of them. Where was it? On the street. What was he doing? Uh, I don't know. I was walking with George, George in my yes. arms. On Duchess? She was by my feet, I think. Where's Duchess? She's by my feet, I oh. think. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she's actually sleeping in the corner. And he was there, and he gave me alcohol. Okay. You're no good. <laughs> very he doesn't good. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you, Oscar. Why don't you like the half-breed? I don't trust him at all. Where did you put my gold bar? <laughs> you were carrying one of them. It'll be in his bag. Okay. But he's like, what's a gold bar? Never mind. Can I go through at the back? Sure. I go and get my gold bar out of Charlie's bag. Sure. I'm done. No, Sorry. no, that's fine. Carry Anyone on. else want to do like, any little asides? Do we want to have like a little Neza, Abella powwow in the corner? Like, they're the thugs. They're like... Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, she, we are the thugs. She punches a tied-up man and, uh, and makes him cry. A better life. I've had a rough year, guys. And I'm working out some frustrations over here. Bella's sitting here and she, she was having fun at the start of this Sorry, conversation, buddy. but now she's feeling real yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, so I was just like looking at Bella like, yeah, let's, let's just let her deal with this. 
This is our fight. After my conversation with Charlie, I'm going to come back in I'm pointedly, and close the door again. Yeah, I'm pointedly not making eye contact with anybody. As soon as he closes that door, Charlie's going to, like, belly crawl out the back door into the garden. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> as you do, you see a familiar face. It's oh. the kobold. <laughs> yeah. And he sits there and looks at you and goes, and Charlie goes, and then throws up on the kobold. Uh, so uh, so Scan obviously hears this. Uh, what don't the worry. hell was that? Don't worry, I'll look. Um, also, I will investigate. I'm like rushed to get out of this room. Charlie, while, you, while you're looking at this and while everyone else is running in, um, 12 more kobolds run up and they've all got different <laughs> weapons. To see me like demonic vomiting on their friends. <laughs> 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 on on null. Yeah. Um, no, there are th- now 13 kobolds in... One uh, of them. Very wet. What do you do? After that? Yeah, Is what that do you a, do? not enough? What do you do? I'm asking, because okay, it's can... this weird moment where okay. I hurl up on null and then go, No, my lad, how have you been? Ah! <laughs> Anyone else want to do anything before I make um, my rest? We're rushing out. I don't know if we can get... Have we Past? gotten there yeah. yet? Charlie? Have we gotten there yet? Yeah, yeah. You're, I'd say you've all kind of run out. Is anyone else going? It's, it's just uh, me uh, and Abella, I think. Oh, I'm just like, Nizzle, make sure this chat doesn't move, all right? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> and then I, I go out the back as well to investigate. Sure. Okay. Is Charlie on his feet? I'm on my, like, sort of, because I was belly crawling out, like, and then he's come across and I've, so I'm sort of, like, couched. On my side, laughing, just laughing. I'm going to try to help the situation. I look at the kobolds and I say, "Ah, felicitations!" Felicity. Hi. <laughs> what do you want, Narl and friends? Other than a towel. <laughs> um, there's some chittering amongst the kobolds. Narl is wiping crap off himself. <laughs> Narl's going to be smashed. That's like pure brandy. I he just didn't like off. force his mouth open and go, like a mother bird. He's doing like a sick bag. They all sort of look at each other in agreement and level their weapons at you. Oh, that's not very nice. Oh, Roll so initiative. Laughing. Oh, fantastic. Cool. I don't want to kill. No, um, I just want for to the keep point, messing with for the For the sake of this, um, I'm going to say you're on three levels of exhaustion. So you're yeah, going to have a disadvantage on ability checks, your speed is halved, and your disadvantage on attack rolls and saving rolls. Sure, that's fine. I mm-hmm. rolled a 18, motherfuckers. Okay. Which box? Oh, plus two. I rolled 20 then. I, I got 19 plus three, 22. My is a six. So just so I'm aware of the combat are, it's everyone except Nezor, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm chilling. I just rolled a 20 with plus 5, so 25. Nice. Which isn't super helpful considering I'm not really a fighter, but there you go. Against kobolds, you'll be all right. Well, that's about right. Uh, Everybody goes before Charlie. <laughs> all righty then. Abella, your turn. All right, so de- it's definitely a battle. Like, there's no talking back now. No, they've all sort of made a decision and they've just leveled their weapons at you, right. which are like a... a there's about five or six spears. There, someone has a rifle that they've clearly pilfered off a body. Okay, I'm going to go for him first then. Uh, draw sure. my bow. Aim at rifle, kobold. Rifle, bo- rifle boy. Yeah. Rifle, yeah, and shoot for gold. Roll me some dice. Uh, 
Eight. Fun. Good. So um, yeah. Okay, that hits. Great. And then it is... One. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, Guys, you are welcome. Thank you, Abella. So you just, you. I'm imagining you run out, see this, pull your bow, do like a leap through the air. Yeah, I try to do like a Charlie. sick action yeah. shot. And it hits this kobold in the foot. To be honest, to be honest, I was probably laughing too hard. Uh, it is Frosh's turn. So I would... <laughs> Firstly, I'm going to get him to cough flame on Gnarl. Oh, okay. <laughs> ha! All right. So he's, he's going to do that. Sure. Um, and... Um, I'll be fair and I'll roll a d20 to see how well that goes because it is also mixed with stomach acid. And alcohol. There's a lot It's like at least four barrels, like small batch barrels of brandy. Yeah. Small batch barrels. We'll see. I like how he's... Like I said, I'll leave it to the dice. Um, and then uh, Scan is going to um, <coughs> harpoon one of the others. All right. Uh, we're going to call what you're doing with Frosh a special action. <laughs> 22. Okay, no worries. Um, so roll damage. Also, I crit it on the dice, so yes, he does ignite. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say do double damage, but yeah. Try. I'm going to help him get put out. He's had a terrible few days. By doing what? Vomiting on him? <laughs> uh, roll a d4 for his damage. Well, now you mention it, that would probably work. <laughs> rolling, rolling for damage plus he's also igniting. Yeah. Been drinking a lot. You need to take a leak. So it's it's one. It's three. Three damage. Three damage. Okay. All right. And he's now on fire and also takes an additional one damage. Uh, Gnarly becomes this plume of fire um, and starts screaming. <laughs> Throw your harpoon at the next one. Aww. Uh, that's only a ten. Okay. Um, the harpoon clatters against the black stone beneath one of the feet. Um, you're having the greatest of luck with harpoons, are you? And they have a heart attack. Sometimes I think you weren't actually a pirate. <laughs> I wasn't. I was a whaler. <laughs> yeah, he's used to throwing it. That's even worse. I'm literally used to throwing these at a barn door. It's <laughs> <laughs> something about as big as a ship. Rylan, your turn. Okay, I'm going to take my axe and I'm going to use the flat of it like an enormous bat to hit as many kobolds as possible. Okay. I'm going to leap over Charlie and do a big wide arc of a swing. Go for it. Come on, nat 20. 14 mm-hmm. plus 5. Yeah, no, that hits. Um, roll damage. <clears throat> 8 plus strength, so plus 3, so 11. Okay, so you not only send this guy flying, um, you cave his skull in as you do so. So this kobold just goes ass over tit um, over the group, lands and dies. Anyone else want to dance? I've got some internal rage to work out. Sure. Okay, kobold with the rifle and the arrow in his foot. Uh, levels the rifle at Abella and misses by a country mile. It strikes the wall nearby, ricochets. Almost, almost as much as I missed him. Yeah. Oh, no, like more. Oh, wow. Um, he also goes flying back about 10 foot <laughs> from the recoil. Um, this thing's like three times the size of him, so. Um, okay. Uh, the other kobolds uh, start clustering around Ryland and start trying to shank her. What's your AC? 18. One hits and does seven damage. Oh, you little bastard! Yeah. A really filthy looking Bashano 
uh, sword that is clearly pilfered from somewhere. It just skips underneath the armor and cuts you. Charlie. Right. So I'm going to do. While you're thinking about that, just be aware Nile is. Yes, I know. <laughs> so he's like I the look man. At the fire. I look at the group of kobolds around Ryland. I go, Ryland, watch out! Uh, throw one of the kegs of brandy at Ryland, like at that group, okay. like at a shield or something. Sure. To try. Basically, I want to throw it at them to sh- break the keg. Right, cool. Do a dex check. Roll to disadvantage. Oh, that's right. So ten. Yeah, that hits. Uh, I'm gonna say it smashes across her backplate. Ryland, take a single point of damage. I. Ow! I go. Sorry about this, and I shove Nal at him. Yeah, you push Nal, flaming Nal, yeah, who's <laughs> screaming like the guy who got the uh, cooking oil tipped over him in the um, <laughs> in the Watchmen movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, into his one of his mates, and his mate ignites, and a few of the other friends start igniting, and they all start to burn. And now I'm going to roll a dice to find out whether or not Ryland is set on fire. Uh, Ryland, you are lucky. Yay! <laughs> Very lucky, because it, uh, it, it was a 10 and below hits you. Um, all right, so. Um, Bella's going to take another shot. Can I still reach the rifle boy? Yeah, you can You can reach rifle boy. Cool. Um, yeah, he's gonna... not in the group anymore. He's on his back. But Yeah, but now it's personal. Is he prone? Pro- yeah, he's prone. Cool. I'm going to try to shoot him with my bow again. Go ahead. Let me give you oh. advantage on that one. Not that you need 16, was it plus? I got him. Yeah, yeah, no, that hit. Cool. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, you hit him square in the chest and he just sort of goes, eh, <coughs> and Is dies. dead? Oh, good. Yeah. Ha! So get. Yeah. Nice. You're welcome, guys. I said like four of them on fire. Yeah. I said one of them on you fire. Is not <laughs> about you? So there were 13, <laughs> one's dead. Sorry, two are dead. Which leaves you with six more kobolds to deal with. Scan, your turn. Um, Scan's gonna, um, fuck up, Boons. Get out, um, Clarence's Warhammer. The Clarence Hammer, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, go for a sweeping blow, um, towards the one nearest to the flames that's not on fire to see, to, to, but, and, and sort of hit him into the fire. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) yeah, go ahead. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's a 14 plus 4, 18. Does it handily, I expect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then um, this is double-handed. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> One plus, but plus my strength, so two, presumably. Uh, three, plus, presumably. Okay. All right, cool. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you to- cop him nicely in the jaw, and he stumbles back into his mate, and then he catches on fire and takes... Nice. <laughs> And he takes six damage. He, igni- he ignites and just sort of... It's like watching... like It's like when you've gassed the place and then there's like all these dead roaches that have kind of curled up into themselves. Yeah, he does that. Um, um, and then I point at the one furthest away... No, I point at the next one along yeah. um, <clears throat> and say, Crush! Yep. And Crush swoops from my shoulder, flies in an arc around towards the guy's face. Yeah. Um, again, with the intention of knocking igniting him backwards and igniting him. Um, he'll go for a sting attack. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but, okay. yeah. Oh, that's only a, a ten. Ten? Yeah. Nah, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. So um, the kobold basically starts Dumb. bashing him away. Okay. 
Um, cool. All right. Now, so Crosh would sort of uh, scrabble yeah. for him for a little bit, then sort of back off and fly back to my shoulder. Uh, Ryland, your turn. Uh, is the one that stabbed me on fire? Yes. <laughs> well, I decide to leave well enough alone and try and swing at one of the ones that is not on fire. Sure, go for it. <laughs> Six to choose 15. from. Well, no, five. five to choose from. <laughs> plus five, so 20. Yeah, that hits. Roll me damage. Eight plus three for strength, so nine, ten, eleven. Eleven again. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, uh, another one goes flying Severed back. Severed about the midships. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's pretty much protected. So he's dead. Cool, great. I'm really working out some issues. <laughs> sure. Okay. I feel like we should almost leave her to deal with the rest of them. <laughs> All right, uh, so kobold's turn. Uh, one of the kobolds at the back go- runs back and grabs the rifle. And oh, sake. aims it at uh, Ryland and pulls the trigger and it goes click. Because he hasn't reloaded it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he looks at it like, but it's a thing that goes bang. Why is it not working? Uh, the others that are basically surrounded that aren't burning, which actually I'll do two damage for them, they all die. Um, <laughs> so there's four left. Yeah, there are four left. Uh, is there a still a fire? Yes. Oh, that's unfortunate. That meets. Because yeah. I've still got a couple. Like, <laughs> Um, <laughs> the, remaining, the remaining four that are basically right in front of Ryland all try to shank her. Uh, does a 19 beat your armor class? Ah, oh, just. How does a 12? No. No. And 18? Equals beats. All right. Two of them stab me. And you take 12 points of damage as these guys with spears try to stab you. And they get a few nice little nicks and blows here. I'm going to try and reduce the damage sure. using a superiority die. Go if someone it. attacks me in a melee attack and hits, I can roll a superiority Great. die and reduce Do the it. damage done to me. Uh-huh. Oh, thank God! Three. <laughs> so, so that needs to hurt me nine points. Yep. You okay? Yes. So now it's Charlie's turn. So Charlie's been cackling the whole time. Nice. Um, and he gets two. He's got his last two casks. And he sort of cracks them against each other like coconuts and then makes two throws and just throws them at the other kobolds but because they're cracked so they're sort of like skin and alcohol sure Um, I'm going to get you to roll me two dexterities at at disadvantage at disadvantage yeah yeah. ten for the first throw yep and then for the second one that's going to be a nine okay both hit Ryland in the back (laughs) (laughs) ow Um, and you take three damage. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Not really helping. And then I'm gonna fall prone. <laughs> All right, yes. back to the top, Abella. <laughs> Would someone kill the rest of these little bastards? Yeah, how many are there left? Four. The rest of them are all crispy barbecue chicken. Yeah. Basically. On the if bright the side, it smells delicious in here. Oh, yeah, it smells so good. Obsessively so. If I can skewer one of them. Oh, really? Sorry, no. But I just rolled an eight. No, sorry. No. Fucking. Uh, well, have you got any, anything you could add to that? No. Okay. No. Try I gave not you all to inspiration. laugh. Okay, I'm getting shanked here. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, scan. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Um. I, Crush is going to continue going for the same guy again. Sure. Um, that's a 14. Yeah, that hits. So he's going to sting him. Okay. Um, I have to do a con check. Though, yeah, right? 13. All right, just let me do my con check. Well, he rolled an 8. So he's now unconscious. So he collapses. Yeah. Nice. Night, night. Does he fall towards the fire? Uh, he just hits the ground. Okay. Um, 
Uh, and then Scan is going to go one more time with the, the, the Warhammer. All right, go for it. Oh, no, not very good. No? Okay. Uh, that would be a six. Okay, so you move up, swing your uh, your hammer, and it misses. And what? I was probably swinging at the one Rosh was going for, and yeah. he dropped. Yeah, and I just poof. I'm like, oh. oh, down I go. Uh, and I say, good boy, Rosh. And he chirps at you and jumps and, back. And then I adjust you, and he just sort of flops, flits back to the shoulder. Sure. Okay, now it's Rylan's turn. Okay, so there's two left, right? Two left in front of okay. you, and one holding a rifle in the back who's trying to work out how it works. He's not a great threat right now, is he? <laughs> um, right, can I try and swing my axe like a bat and try and throw one of the hit one of the kobolds and send it into the other kobold? Mm, look, you'd either need to do a push action or have an ability that would allow you to do that. But because I like the idea of Ryland coming in and effectively golf swinging a kobold backwards into another kobold, in this one instance, I'm going to allow it if you hit. Okay, cool. All right, so that's what I'm going to try and do. You can grab it by its feet and use it as a club. I can eight. The other one. Plus five. Yeah. Thirteen. That hits. Equal speed. Hey. Roll me some damage. Hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Eight. Nice. Plus. Plus three. So eleven again. Again. You, <laughs> you crushed him and he dies. But you crushed him and sent his yeah. body into his mate. Good, because I don't want him shanking me. Right. Cool. Kobold's turn. Uh, the prone kobold tips the other kobold off, stands up, and incurs an attack of Ock from you, Ryland, so you can attack him if you would like. Yeah! Can't see it. Three. Teen. Three teen. That's a 13. <laughs> Three plus five is eight, so... Yeah, uh, you swing and he ducks, and then he goes to shank you. All right, well, he rolls a one, so don't even worry about it. He sort of... Ducks and then stabs and goes wide. And Rifle Boy realizes that a thing has to happen with it to make it work, so he throws that down and then picks up Scan's harpoon. He is going to hold his action because he is not sure if he should run or if he should fight. Okay. Charlie's, Charlie's turn. So Charlie, um, Charlie's prone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll sort of like again lounge to his side to see what's going on. Um, and then grab one of the kegs, sort of look at Ryland, and then realizes it's a bad idea and punches a <laughs> hole in it and sort of has a drink. All right. Cool. That's the best idea you've had today. I don't think so. I'm a little busy! <laughs> um, Abella. It's the one that got up still up. Harpoon Boy or. Um... Harpoon Boy, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Fuck that. It's trying to stab me. Well, you can do that. Okay, so you're attacking the one who's engaged in combat with Ryland. Roll your attack. Oh, 16. Yeah, you hit. Roll an eight. Uh, six. The, the kobold takes the arrow shaft to the, the throat and just... and dies. Hey, Ryland. You're welcome. Thank you, Abella. Yeah. Oh, could someone help bandage the puncture wounds? Well, scan. <laughs> Did you want to take care of the last guy? Yeah, he's got my harpoon. Yeah. So I run up to him with another harpoon. Well, as you do, he's going to use his hold action to try to stand. And no, with these dice. Oh my god. Go on. Um, and I insert it in him. We hope. We're all dice. Could you have used a different phrasing? <laughs> well. Uh, that's a nine plus. Uh, it's it's five. Um, yeah. You insert it into the kobold. <laughs> Roll His me mouth. Oh god. Um, that's that's at four. Scan. You run in, bring the harpoon high, and slam it down this thing's throat as it looks up, and it immediately dies. Uh, as you retract 
the harpoon from its throat. You look down the street and you see probably somewhere in the vicinity of 40 to 50 other kobolds looking at you from the other end of the street. Um, some of them have rifles, some of them have swords. I also pick up the rifle that he was trying to load as well and sure. sling, sling that over my shoulder right. uh, and drag it back. Um, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> fun story. There is oh, 40 or 50 more kobolds uh, in the street. So all those in favour of dragging Charlie inside and locking the door. Um, before this, any of this happens, I'm going to go back to the inside. And <laughs> I'm alive. And we're going, just going to cover what happened in the, I don't know, 30-odd seconds of combat that happened between Dupree, Nezor, and Barrick. The sound effects would have been like, stab, stab, whoosh, whoosh, cackling, cackling, the, more stabbing. Yeah. No, it's a lot of little tiny voices screaming. Just and occasionally, yeah. So Dupree leans against the door and starts cleaning the wound with the thin bottle of uh, rum that he was using earlier to pour everyone shots. So Dupree, hmm. just while the others are gone, where do we go from here? I don't know what you mean. Well, you're Earhart. You, you know the prince. Sure. I'm assuming you're going to go there. Like, and we can't stop you with that unless for whatever reason you don't trust him. We'll leave that at that because we have our friend here. Uh, but he's coming with us. Do you have any suggestions? My suggestion to you would be to cut him loose because he's dead weight. I would also probably get something done about Gorgeous George through sweet, and then I'd make my way out of the city and get gone. Because given that we've just seen troop movements, it can only mean that they've brought in reinforcements. And yep. frankly, this has spiralled out of control far quicker than I thought it would. Um, as for me, and he leans forward, I've got some business to attend to, sir. If you're interested in pursuing this madness further with me, I will be in the city of Key in about six weeks. Meet me there. I'll find you. Best of luck to you, Bob. And he steps out. Can I burst back into the room covered in blood? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just, and, and like, I, I, I'm angry. There's like steam rising from my nostrils and there's like blood running down mist. me because I've been stabbed. Mist, sorry, mist, mist is rising from my nostrils. Um, is there like a wooden table that I could hit with yes, my Yes, it's axe? currently got um, George on it. So okay, is there like a chair you... or something? No, but there's a countertop. Okay, I'm just going to wham my axe into the countertop so it actually sticks in there a bit and stays there. Right! Then I go over and I kind of just pull up a chair next to Barrack, sit down, and I kind of cross one leg across. Abella and I are presumably dragging Charlie in, one leg each, mm -hmm. um, through the back door. Then before we close and barricade the door, I go out and grab a leg of, a, of cobalt. Ah, oh, scared! What? That's They're good eating. Disgusting. <laughs> I hope you feel bad about yourself later. I will not. <laughs> I have a baby dragon who hasn't been fed in ages. You heartless, heartless, think, knifey person. I don't think I've ever felt like throwing up this much not on a boat before. <laughs> um, while you're all making these noises, the like the kobolds are getting closer. Scan and Abella will be dragging... Well, Scan, anyway, I don't know about a belly. You can speak for yourself, but I'm going to drag him into this room because we don't want him in the room with the booze. Yeah, um, I'm helping, but I'm complaining very vocally. Lots of like, oh, for fuck's sake, Charlie. Fucking can't hold your liquor. At least I fucking stopped. And as we drag him in, close the door. Um, is there any windows or anything that we could have seen um, at the back? 
before we came in if the, the kobolds were coming into the garden or anything? The only door, the only window was on the door, which was that small grated sort of thing. It was basically a security door to see who was there. Could I just look through it? Yeah, um, you can. Um, the kobolds are all sort of sniffing around. They actually look really motivated and organised, and they're in, <laughs> yeah, they're basically looting. They start smashing in windows across the street from you, and. Um, they drag a mannequin out and start ripping all the clothes off it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Skern is... We, we, we drag Charlie in. Skern slams the door shut, bolts it, and uh, then takes uh, the leg off his shoulder <coughs> and sort of rips off a hunk of it and hands it to, to, uh, to um, Crush mm-hmm. and then takes a bite himself and go and tastes it. You can taste the sewer. I go, mm. I'm oh, welcome yeah. to it. That's the other thing. It is a... It is a sewer fed. I know. As opposed to I was like... curious. <laughs> yeah. The ones I have in the north, clean, beautiful. Farm, farm raised, corn fed, beautiful. <laughs> they live in the fields. While they're doing that, I'm going to talk to Rylan for a second. Um, basically, Dupree's gone. Uh, he said he's got business to get to. I'm kind of cool with him doing that for now. Um, he said he's going to be in Key in six weeks if we need to meet up with him. Reckon it's not a bad idea, but of course we'll see how the rest of the day plays out. Mm-hmm. I uh, take this in and then I turn to Barrack. <laughs> Barrack, I just got stabbed three times and we're possibly about to be overrun with kobolds. So don't fuck with me. Soldiers talk to each other. Lieutenants talk to each other. Everyone gets together and has a good complain about how things are run because no one's ever happy with how things are run, no matter how hard you try. So. You're going to very quickly and succinctly tell me everything that was ever said about me out of my presence that might be relevant. Just in case I bleed out, this place gets overrun, or I get pissed off and I just decide to kill the next person who irritates me. Um, I you assume you're trying to do an intimidate? <laughs> I was about to say, this is an intimidation. Do yes. an intimidation check, do it with advantage, please. Oh, I just rolled a five, so thank God. Twenty! Yeah, uh, no, he's visibly <laughs> perturbed by what you're saying. Um, yes. That would be. That was cool. Thank you. I don't know what you want to know. I've already told you everything I do know. What more can I say? That your command staff soon after started to turn on you? That the loyalists were weeded out pretty damn quickly? Can I check? Sure. Whether I believe yeah, him? absolutely. Can I roll with advantage, please? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you Seeing that. Thing is, he's rolled a twenty on an intimidation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, basically, he's told you everything he knows. The com- the people who were loyal were pretty much wor- they worked out pretty quickly who they were and separated them from the rest, and then gave put them into different detachments, and they just basically completely decimated your unit. Not in the traditional term where they actually killed them, but like just broke them up. Okay, I pull out my knife. Hopefully, Barrett looks appropriately. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit freaked. And I cut his bonds. Oh, you've made up. It would appear this is a loyal soldier. Well, that's good because uh, there's four. They may come in here. Not sure that they will, but uh, there's about 50 little koboldy things. Uh, and our biggest fighter, arguably, is unconscious. <laughs> I think Barrack's incredibly ambivalent about his feelings towards you now. I think he had this mental image of you and the reality of meeting you after the event has completely changed his opinion. It would be like meeting someone you haven't seen for a couple of years and they've completely changed. So your mental image does not match up with the actual image. But what did he expect? So Scan will say, Scan's going to say to Ryland, how'd you go? Any closure? I still want to punch something. But not him. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that would be unfair. Already copped him once. Twice would be excessive. Well, if we make our way to the uh, heart side of Orim, we could certainly put a few in the uh, Bachineau. What do you say? I'd have to shank you. I'm not joking this time. (laughs) Mate, um, so uh, your lady has fallen in with some... Oh, I don't know. She's not serving the Earhart anymore. I suppose, I, I, I would hope, from at least what you know of what's happened to her, that you can at least understand her somewhat ambivalence toward the people she used to work for. Um, we'll happily help you get out of here, but we ain't going back to the fighting. We're trying to stop... We, well, we tried to stop the fighting. Uh, but no one was listening to us, so... Yeah, we did enough running around. We went to both leaders of the military. No, to, no one was willing to listen. We spoke to the captain on the Bashano side. We ca- spoke to the um, the admiral on the Erhard side. No one was wanting to stop. This, I know you're a soldier, and no one knows better than the soldier how bad war can be. We tried to stop a war. We didn't manage it. So we're out. So we're Absolutely. out. Because you know how bad a war can be. I'm just patching myself up in the background, by the way, just kind of cleaning myself up a bit. Well, I mean, how do I get back? I can't... Like I said, you're welcome to come with us. You can find another way across the river further up, but... And if you're with us, you'll probably get out of here all right. You might want to ditch the armor. He actually seems really reluctant to do that. I can understand your reluctance. But if you want to live, that's the way I'd go. Like, I don't even live here. And, uh, like, the shanking situation, yeah. I feel like anyone who sees you that does live here is not going to restrict those impulses. He actually sort of, like, he loosens his collar a little bit and then goes, with respect, Lady Island, I won't run. If I must, I will surrender, but I'm here to fight. All right, then I've got another plan for you. The sewers. We can tell you it's the exact sewer that leads right back to the river. Can you swim? Well, yes, sir. I'll have to lose the armor, but... That would be how I'd do it, son. He stares at you a little bit strangely, Scan. Uh, this northern waste pirate vagabond barbarian-style person with a dragon on his shoulder and kind of just takes a beat and goes, What really is hell, isn't it? Right, tell me where I need to go. So we're going to point him in the right direction and we're going to leave? Uh, how do we get Charlie out of here? Carry him. Like, we've got no other option. There, there are no horses nearby from what Matt has told us. There are soldiers. I reckon you we and... Can, we can hoist him between the two of us, yeah. yeah. Um, what about I... George? How did you stir the other person that was unconscious? Barrack was knocked unconscious and you just splashed him in the face. I don't want to put more alcohol on you. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm sure there's water. It's worth a shot. Yeah, right. We can try waking him up. I almost want him asleep. No, it's fucking heavy. Wake when, him up. When, sorry, when, when we've got to carry him and, and George. George. Okay, good point. Um, so I'll go and get another barrel and get my warhammer out. Um, so a gentle love tap, break the thing, splash it on his face. It's a real waste. <laughs> He wasn't really tasting yeah, the last two or three like, barrels anyway. You probably drunk like a gold bar's worth of expensive alcohol. <laughs> I threw up a majority of it yeah. as well. So many hipsters' lives has gone to waste. I wake up going, num, 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 num. Charlie, Charlie. Uh, yes, oh, hey, yeah, what? Um, I, I reckon we 
We're leaving. We need someone to carry George. I think at this point, um, uh, Duchess is barking at the back door. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Duchess away from there. Duchess, come here. Come here. So, we go out the front door. We need someone to carry George. Question. Has, um, what's-his-face left yet, Barrack? Um, no, he's at the doorway, sort of like, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna go and... <laughs> yeah. Bye. It was nice to meet you. I knew it was coming and it's still bad. Well, there's the, there's the episode title. <laughs> cool. I just look at him and I'm just like, I'm sorry, Barrack. I really am. It was good to see you again, Ryland. I chose to survive. I hope you can understand that. I think I can. Uh, he drops his breastplate that is unfastened uh, and tucks it next to the doorway. Gives you one last look and then disappears out onto the street. It's office his plate, like. I'll spit on it. Is there an Erhard emblem on it? Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's a breastplate. I'll take it. <laughs> Charlie would like. You don't have your vomit. It's one of those things where it's Coming like you might regret leaving it behind. Like it might be something. So you're taking it because he's he's just left it. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like Charlie will be because Charlie's sort of washing, getting water and. Blah, blah. I, I I give him my water flask. Yep. Okay. Um, the back door sounds like it's being hammered on. So. Yeah. Let's yeah. uh, go. George. Get out of here. Yeah. So, so he'll wrap George up again in the sheet and sort of. Have everything on and yep. start sort of shaking it out. But um, are we heading towards the gate? As in out into so down towards where the refugees were leaving. Let's go. About 20 minutes later, you're walking through the throng of the people at the gate. You start hearing more and more cannon fire. And this time, you start to hear cannon fire coming from the coast. And the top of the redoubt just starts peppering itself to bits. There's a direct hit on the trebuchet, and it snaps. And with an ear-shattering groan, it falls. Yeah. I think we made a good call, <clears throat> leaving when we did. We did what we could. Yeah, I don't feel bad about trying. No, I think I would have felt bad for not trying. Yeah. You make your way through the refugees. People sort of tried to give you a little bit more of a bite of birth now that they notice that you've got a corpse. There's an old lady who sort of gets out the way and gives you her space on the back of a, um, a cart. Absolutely not. I can sort of lift her back, like help her back up. The old woman smiles at you and pats your elbow and you all make the long, difficult and tiring journey out of the main gates of Areem. Overhead, the storm finally breaks and rain douses the fires of Areem. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. If you'd like to know more about the show, feel free to check us out at therebedragonscast.com for lore, cast information, and updates on our schedule. You can also find us at therebedragons.podbean.com and on Spotify for your listening needs. If Twitter is more your thing, you can also find us at TV Dragonscast. 
I am Matthew, your Dungeon Master, and Scan Felspar Thufferson is played by Joshua Walker. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Abella de Rosier is played by Angela Donlan. And finally, Nezel Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recordist. There Be Dragon's original theme and scores are composed by award-winning composer Sean Tinian. You can see more of his work at seantinianmusic.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. <laughs>